Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedAndJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Never wonder how the Salt Lake Bees baseball field looks so good? The award-winning Bees grounds crew turned to Mountainland Supply for their turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? Well, when you need irrigation products for your lawn that you can trust, Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe, parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Tee it up at Uinta Golf and find your right fit. At Uinta Golf, they take customer service to a whole new level. Not only do they fit for clubs, they take pride in servicing customers throughout the entire store. They'll help you find the right shoes, bags, gloves, balls, apparel, and more. You'll find name brand equipment at guaranteed lowest prices every day. So buy it, try it. They know you'll like it because Uinta Golf helped you find the right equipment. Visit Uinta Golf and get custom fit today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. 
Hey there, and welcome to this year's first episode of Real Golf Radio. Welcome to 2021. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper, son of the legendary golfer Billy Casper. You can find us online at realgolfradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Golf and at Real Golf Radio on the other social channels. Love to have you on board. Search for us wherever your favorite podcast sites are found. And uh, Bob, here we go. Another year of 2021. Another year covering golf. Year number 22. For Real Golf Radio, which is hard to believe and kind of cool at the same time. It's always good to be alongside you, pal. You know, we wrapped up a 2020 a couple weeks ago, took a couple weeks Mm -hmm. off for the holidays, and here we go again. Tournament of Champions looks a little bit different this year, but everything has looked a little bit different over the last year, at least nine months or so, and it looks like it's going to continue to be a bit unique here into the beginnings of 2021, maybe throughout all of 2021, huh? Yeah, Um the tournament of champions traditionally has maybe 28, uh, 32 or 34 players that are playing in the field this year. It's been expanded a little bit. I think what there's 43 or 44 players. And the reason that it is, is because of COVID-19 you have less tournaments. So anybody who qualified for the tour championship, those 25 players at the tour championship, they were also invited to play here in the winners only event. So, uh, it's kind of a, a different situation, but it'll be fun to see how they all do. Yeah, it's just good to get guys back out. I mean, it's always fun to sit here for most of us that are, you know, socked in with winter time uh, throughout the most of the country and take in the views of uh, Maui and uh, the ocean and, the you know, those down on the beach enjoying the surf and whatnot. And then, of course, some great golf and watch these guys just hit it as far as they can, and they certainly can unleash on this golf course. It's a very hilly golf course. Tony Fino uh, putting out some video content earlier in the week. Here's how you hit a 400-yard drive in his caddy, you know, giving it back to him saying, yeah, well, it's downhill, downwind. That's how you hit a (laughs) 400-yard drive at Kapalua. Yeah, Um, that is a a place that, you know, you have the trade winds and you have those winds that kind of age you a little bit, but then you've got a lot of elevation change on that course, and you can really take advantage of some of those holes, um, drive some greens, that kind of thing. You know what was good for me this week, Bob, is I actually was able to take a, a, a small window of sunshine and mm-hmm. swing, get the golf clubs out, dust them off a little, and make a couple of swings. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk some golf. I'm excited to play some golf uh, at yep. some point in time, and we're going to get into it all next. Uh, 2021 expectations, thing to wa- things to watch, and what are they to be the big stories out in professional golf for 2021. We'll get to it all next. We're just kicking it off. Thanks for being with us. Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down? Hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded, Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. How did we create our most advanced tour ball ever? We invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world. Inside and out, we've re-engineered every aspect of ChromeSoft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new ChromeSoft. This ball changes everything. 
From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the second. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at ogo.com slash golf. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an out door paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com. Blackdesertresort.com. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available now. Black Desert Resort at Entrada. Unlike anything you've experienced before. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Welcome back, Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks so much for being a part of the show here in year number 22. Again, our Twitter handle is at Real Golf. We'd love for you to give us a follow there. Join the conversation. Let us know what you think and um, get your feedback and be a part of the show all week long uh, right here on Real Golf Radio. Certainly pleased also to uh, welcome in those listening on our SiriusXM channel, iHeartRadio, or any of the affiliate radio stations that are picking us up here, uh, including our flagship station, 1280 The Zone in Salt Lake City. Uh, Bob, let's get into 2021 expectations, things to watch. I think the first thing is, you know, how will COVID continue to impact professional golf? And by the way, Rex Hoggard's going to join us from Golf Channel here in just a few minutes. We'll get his take on these as well. Caddy will join us on the back nine, hour number two. But, you know, COVID obviously was huge. Uh, it, It impacted all parts of our life and continues to do so. And, you know, as much as we want to get back to normal, um, with the turn of the calendar, we're hoping that we could put COVID behind us and leave it in 2020. Unfortunately, this uh, pandemic doesn't uh, know the calendar year and that that's supposed to happen. So it's going to continue to be around. I think people are going to be pretty cautious to, uh, and I, when I say people, I'm talking about uh, tournament directors, uh, those on the PGA tour, um, as, as far as, uh, uh, um, staff and and uh, mm-hmm. the, the governing bodies. I think they're going to be a little hesitant to get right back into it. So maybe we'll see what I think Phoenix is planning around 8,000 fans mm-hmm. a day to show up. I mean, yeah. that's a start, right? But how big is this going to continue to, to impact the tour? Well, you know, um, we talked a, bit, a little bit about this last week. Kind of the PGA Tour came out with what they were – 
what they were planning at least for the Florida swing. And I, I guess there was a level one, a level two, and a level three. Uh, level three is um, having having fans out there. Uh, level two is um, having um, you know some family, your swing coach, um, that kind of thing. And then level one was like the PGA Tour did last year, where it was limited um, and there was really nobody on the golf course except for you. No family members, maybe possibly a swing coach to start uh, the round and, and, and work on, on games and stuff like that. But those are the things that we have to look at. And so, like you said, Phoenix is going to have about 8,000. Uh, I know that uh, um, Tigers event at LA at, at uh, Riviera is they're looking at having some, some limited fans at that one as well, but most of those events are in California and California is basically shut down. And so it's going to be extremely hard for uh, anyone to be able to watch in, you know, as a fan in person, in yeah. person yeah. on the PGA tour on that West coast swing. I think you're, you're right. I think it's going to continue to be tough. I hope come master's time that there's enough yeah. of a, of a vaccination coverage and with wearing of masks and that type of thing that we'll be able to have patrons there at Augusta. I mean, that's my hope, right? I, I, yeah. I talked to uh, John Patrick with a, the Augusta golf show. Who's a resident there and he's just not that optimistic. I, I hope something happens that allows that to feel normal come April, yeah. but we'll see March madness has already announced their bubble. Um, Reason would stand to let you think that Augusta is going to continue with the bubble that they did in November because they were able to pull it off. Yeah. And uh, I know they want to get their patrons there, but at the same time, they don't want to also be the one that brings everybody back and causes a spike or or something along those lines. Becomes so, a super spreader. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. The, that's the word right now, super spreader. We don't want that. So we'll no. see. But that's going to continue to impact us. All right, let's move on. Uh, changes uh, that will result from the USGA RNA, RNA distance study. This is supposed to come out in March, Bob, and we're going to get into this. Brandel Chambly, I thought, did a great job of responding to this conversation piece, if you will, and 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 the, the cries for rolling the golf ball back, doing something mm -hmm. to equipment to curb the distance increases and gains that we're seeing out there from professional golfers and the best amateurs in the world. I want to get into that more in more detail coming up, but just real briefly, what were your thoughts on Brandel's comments in the article that he put out on golfchannel.com regarding the the need to not roll back the distance? Well, I I mean, we're talking about players that are the best of the best. We're not talking about amateurs. We're talking about players that are the best of the best that play a limited number of golf courses around the country. And we've seen those golf courses hold up under distance. Uh, we've also seen them get beat up too. So um, I like the points that he talked about, but I'll tell you what, I, I don't understand how you can really do anything to, um, to curb what's going on with the golf ball, um, with equipment, Maybe you, maybe you tone the equipment down a little bit more, but the long guys are continuing and will continue to be the long guys. And, uh, it's, uh, I don't, it's an interesting, it's an interesting dilemma. We've talked about it many, many, many times. 
And and those three points that Brandel came up with, I think, are really, really good and on the right track. All right, we'll talk about that. Again, if you haven't seen it, I encourage you to go to Golf Channel and check it out. Let us know what you think on Twitter, at Real Golf uh, is where you can find us. But um, I think that the one of the big keys that he said is that his conversation with an equipment engineer that uh-huh. basically said, it doesn't really matter what regulations they come out with. Right. We will find ways to use technology to counter those regulations. Absolutely. I remember when the, the COR was a big deal, the coefficient of restitution, yep. and they came out with this, hey, we're going to limit the trampoline effect. We're going we're gonna to put a cap on the size of the driver at 460, and you can't have a trampoline effect, the COR, that, that exceeds the X. And yep. so we thought, and this was 2004, five, I want to say 2004, 5-ish, that yep. range. And I thought, well, this is as long as drivers are going to get. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, uh, I mean, they have found ways to live with, to play within the rules and still maximize distance year over year. So anyway, I, I, I agree with that point. These guys get paid a lot of money. They're super smart and they're going to find ways to do that because for the 99.9% of us, we still could use a little extra help there. Right. And that becomes, exactly. therein becomes an interesting discussion. All right, let's, let's right. move on. Major championships this, this year. Uh, obviously, Great to have Augusta National uh, hosting the Masters at its proper place in April. At least that's the plan for now. I don't see anything changing that part of it. And in fact, Bob, there's uh, the the word is is that we're going to see uh, women's amateur as well as a drive chip Mm -hmm. and putt return this year. Yeah, and that's great. Uh, Those things were um, negated last year because of COVID, um, moving the event to November. But it it will be great to see that event come back in the women's women's amateur game and also the kids as far as the drive chip and putter concerned. Um, so yeah, Augusta, Augusta in April, and uh, I think it's going to be, in my opinion, I think it's probably going to be very similar to what we saw um, in April. The thing that's going to be tough is if they do let fans on the golf course. It's going to be interesting to see how they get those patrons to um, maybe limit the the time that they can be on the course, and there's only a certain amount that can be on the course per day. It's it's just really going to be tough, I think. Well, it would be great to hear some roars, that's for sure. So yes. we'll see what happens. Uh, who's your early pick for the Masters? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Hold that thought. We'll get back to it. PGA uh, <laughs> Championship is going to be played at Kiowa Island. Rory McIlroy, the last to win there. And you remember, he, uh, I think he broke Jack Nicholas's uh, record when he played there and when he won in Kiowa. So uh, picked yeah. up the two PGAs very quickly. And again, a lot of attention will be placed on Rory McIlroy, especially in those first two, uh, being that he needs the Masters to complete the career grand slam. And he will be the last to win the PGA Championship at Kiowa Island. Hasn't right. won a major championship in seven years. We'll get to Rory coming up, but that will be a great venue. So talk about a, a great start. Augusta, Kiowa, and then to the West Coast for the U.S. Open. Tory Pine, Pine South. Tiger Woods, you'll remember, 2008, winning that on a broken mm-hmm. leg. On a broken leg, you think and we'll then, hear? Think uh, we'll see some replay of that? Uh, some of those highlights? <laughs> I think we'll see them all week long. And then finally, as far as the Open Championship is concerned, um, it will be where it was supposed to be played last year, Royal St. George's. So uh, that kind of rounds out uh, the major championships. And that's the worst tragedy of them all. We have to have Royal St. George's back to back years. <laughs> like it's my least favorite golf course. It feels like it requires the most amount of luck. 
uh, to win their, the, of yeah. any of the golf courses in the British Rota. Also, the Olympics will be played in Tokyo, and then the Ryder Cup, again, postponed from last year, will be held over to be played this year at Whistling Straits. So, anyway, we got a lot to get into. Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, will join us coming up next, and we'll hit more of these stories and get into more detail as well. Thanks for joining us, kicking off 2021 right here on Real Golf Radio. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals, so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big for real here's brian and bob 
All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Excited to be kicking off a new year. 2021, our 22nd year of hosting Real Golf Radio. One of our good friends who's been kind enough to join us over the years, Golf Channel senior writer and a good friend of ours, Rex Hoggard. Rex, how are you, man? 22 years. You guys have been legal to drink for a full year. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's... uh... It's been something. I never, when we set out on this thing back in 1999, I think the Golf Channel was about four years, three or four years old at the time. And, and we decided, hey, let's do something along these lines. And, and, uh, it's been fun. We've had a good run and, and a fun ride. And, you know, the best part for me is getting a chance to meet great folks like yourself and be out on the road a little bit. I, I actually don't envy the travel you do. I'm actually quite content to not travel as much as you do, but I know you wish you traveled a little more, especially this week, huh? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're going to start, you know, nicking off places on the calendar, Maui isn't a bad one. And it's always like, I love doing Maui and it's such a weird thing to say, but I actually enjoy Honolulu. You and I guys were just talking before we came on. I like to surf. And so actually surfing is better in Honolulu. So the Sony open is probably more important to me than Maui, but both of them are really cool. So do you go up the North shore and surf? No, I'm not that kind of surfer. (laughs) <laughs> I'm 53 years old. I grew up in Florida. I wish. So I, I, I'm, I'm fine in Waikiki. I enjoy myself. Long board or short board? Uh, the short board. But okay. It's gotten long. It's gotten a little bit bigger. As I, every year I get a little bit older, it grows about an inch. It seems like it's because that's the weight I put on. Is oh I see okay I was gonna say is that is, is that a weight thing or is that a skill thing is this kind of like you got to move t- move up tees as you get older or is I mean is that the way surfers measure skill set is the the length of the board kind of yes mm. exactly well, mm. once you get to a certain age and, and actually I started the paddleboard surf because then you're standing up when you start anyway it's, it's what I totally classify as old man surfing I'll own it <laughs> and go. I enjoy myself nonetheless I'm down with that have you ever tried the skimboarding. I have, yeah. I mean, I grew up in Florida, so we, we did it all. We did wakeboarding, skimboarding, anything that had to do with the water, we were doing it. Gotcha. All right. That's cool. Well, good for you. I'm envious. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen a beach for some time with this COVID travel and, and such. But, hey, you know, one of the things that I love that you guys do at GolfChannel.com is your punch shots, and I thought it was really uh, quite informative and entertaining to watch you all go back and forth on some of the, the big stories of uh, 2021 and some of the expectations uh, one of the the first things that was out there was what's going to be the biggest story for 2021. And you were pretty quick to jump out right at COVID-19 um, still impacting the professional tours. Uh, t- tell us what your thoughts are and kind of what we can, ex- what you think we can expect uh, from uh, the way that it'll continue to impact it. Well, we kind of did it on a podcast after we'd already written them. So myself and Ryan Lather went on the podcast and I did not know what he had written. Uh, he'd had an idea. He got a look at what I had done. So, his was the Ryder Cup, which in, yeah. under any of the normal circumstances, I'm always going to agree because the Ryder Cup is always just the one thing at the end of the year we're always talking about. And it's not only proximity-driven. It's not because it happened late in the year. It's because something special happened. I mean, it always seems like there's something that comes from that the matches that we're always talking about. This particular year, even with a Ryder Cup, I just think that going forward, and today was a perfect example. I mean, I, there's going to be things about COVID-19 that are going to continue to impact golf, going to continue to impact our lives on a day-to-day basis. And we certainly saw it in 2020. I don't know if that's going to change in 2021, but I feel like we're getting on the other side of it, where we're starting to talk about when a fan's going to come back. We're starting to talk about what's it going to be like at the Ryder Cup when we have maybe 10,000 people. I mean, that's wishful thinking, but maybe 10,000 people on the golf course. 
what's it going to be like when we get back to something closer to normal? So that to me is a good thing, but I still think it's going to dominate the headline. So, so talking about COVID-19, one of the questions you were asked about was full crowds. Um, and how you mentioned 10,000, uh, and, and the players championship, um, is that, is that what you're thinking about as full crowds or is it going to be full blown like it's always been? And do you, do we expect to see anything at Augusta? Uh, my actual answer was, I don't think we would get back to full crowds in 2021. And that's simply, I'm not being pessimistic at all. I just think that given yeah. where we are right now in the state of the universe, I mean, we're going to California in a few weeks and I'm working on a story right now about how difficult that is for the PGA tour, given where California, right is right now in the pandemic. I mean, it's in a very, very difficult spot. That being said, I do point to the Players' Championship, and it's not about where it falls on the calendar. As we all know, that was the last event where we had full crowds in March before the pandemic shut everything down. I think it has more to do with location in Florida. I live in Florida. Trust me, I, I have a very good understanding of how the government in Florida sort of embraces a little bit more of a progressive approach when it comes to the pandemic. We've already started allowing fans at football games. We've started allowing them at basketball games. So I can imagine but by the time we get here in March for the Players' Championship that the government's going to be open to whatever the PGA Tour is going to want to do. That being yeah. said, my guess is it's going to be something close to, I think the number that they're looking at right now for the Waste Management Phoenix Open is around 8,000 a day. And so given that is sort of the benchmark, I think by the time we get to March, I don't know that 10,000 a day, maybe 12,000 a day is out of the question. As long as we continue to move on the timeline that we're moving right now, where we have a vaccine and where hopefully we're moving in a little bit better direction when it comes to the pandemic. Rex Hogger joining us here from Golf Channel on Real Golf Radio. Um, oh yeah, we do hope for the best, and obviously everything has to play out as it needs to. Uh, but it would be good to see eight thousand fans isn't even enough to fill the sixteenth green uh, at TPC uh, Scottsdale. So I mean, there's that, right? Um, some of the other things that you threw out there uh, that I thought was interesting was um, some of the players. You know, DJ Justin Thomas. Rory McIlroy, will he finally get a major? Talk about some of the players that intrigue you for this season. Uh, I, I think one of the things that we brought up was, will Dustin Johnson repeat at Augusta in, in April? And uh, this goes along with another question about who is going to be the player of the year, not so much player of the year officially on the PGA Tour, but kind of the player of the 2021. And I picked DJ simply because when you look at his body of work right now, when you look at statistically – I don't know that anyone is playing the game better than him right now. So I guess my challenge would be, tell me why you would pick anyone else besides DJ right now. And yes, things will change. And I know players evolve and sort of form comes and goes. However, I just think DJ is just playing the game at such a level. I find it hard to believe that he would not be the player of 2021. That being said, I did not pick him to, to win back to back at the Masters, which is going to be odd because it's going to be five months apart having played the Masters in November. And that's largely because the, a Masters in April, as we all know, is just different than what it was in November. Yeah. I mean, the golf course plays differently. There's a different vibe to it. Hopefully we'll have fans or patrons there. All of these things that go into it, it, it it's tall order. There's a reason why there have been only a handful of guys who've gone back to back at Augusta National. And I think that pressure, and it means a lot. I mean, Dustin talked about it earlier this week in Maui. I mean, that was very, very special to him. And I'm sure the emotions will be evident that particular week. And I just think there, there's so many other guys that will be in contention. I find it hard to believe that he can contend there again. 
What about uh, what about some of the other players? Um, you, you know, as Brian mentioned, Rory. Um, what about some of the other players? Who who um, who are some of the guys that haven't won a major or that are kind of under the radar that you feel might have a pretty good chance at majors this year? I think when you talk about guys who are under the radar, you start looking at some of the younger players, and certainly a guy like Matthew Wolf, who I don't know if you would really call him under the radar. I mean, he's done some very, very special things in a very short amount of time on the PGA Tour. But when you look at what he did at Wingfoot at the U.S. Open, and I mean, he beat everyone except for Bryson, and Bryson was just special that week. So you would have to look at Matthew and think, yes, there's going to be a golf course. There's going to be a week where he crops up and does something very, very similar to that. Colin Morikawa, who has won a major, but I would think that given his game and given his skill set, I just don't know that you could really count him out on any particular week for any reason other than, okay, he doesn't hit the ball 350 yards, but everything else is very, very good. Uh, you, you look at a young player like Victor Hovland. So all of these young guys, I think, are going to start making their statements at, at the events that matter, and it's the major championships. That's what we focus on. That's what we talk about. And I think those players know it, and that's where they're going to start making the statements. What do you expect from Rory? I know we've mentioned it a couple times, but directly, he is an interesting story. Uh, hasn't won a major in seven years. I mean, that is quite remarkable. And, uh, you know, he's been getting a little bit of criticism and that heat is ratcheting up a little bit more and more every single year. Your thoughts on Rory? I think I went to the idea, and, and the question was, will Rory win a major this year and play the, uh, throughout the good back seven years? And I said yes. And, I, and I'm always very, very hopeful when it comes to Rory because I am a fan. I mean, I like to stay objective and I do cover the PGA Tour. However, it's hard not to like Rory. I mean, anyone that's had an opportunity to sit and talk with him, it's really hard not to like Rory. And that being said, before the quarantine and before everything shut down in March, he was playing probably some of the best golf of anyone on the planet. He hadn't finished outside the top five through the, the Players' Championship in March. And he came back, and it, it just didn't feel right. And you could tell that he, he was out of sync, that he wasn't comfortable on the golf course. He spoke about Numerous times. He didn't like playing in front of an empty field. Like not having fans out there bothered him. He's not the only one that said that, but certainly it was part of it. I think next year as we get back closer to something normal, however close that might be, I think next year as we get back to he's a little bit back more into more of the form that he likes, I still like the skill set. You still have to like the talent. There's nothing about his game that would say, oh, or he's reaching a point where he can't win anymore. And you start pointing at places certainly Augusta National, where that's the one that stands out, right? That's the career right. grand slam that completes it. I, I really, I still like his chances. I don't know, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to get to a point in Rory's career for quite a while until I start saying that, until I get to the point that I would say that, no, he can't win. Yeah. So um, this week, uh, a new week on the PGA Tour starting 2021 in January, and of course it's the, the basically the tournament of champions over there in Maui. Uh, one of the new things this week is the pace of play policy. It was supposed to be implemented last year, but it's going to be implemented this week on the PGA Tour and is being implemented. Um, your thoughts about that policy and what it entails and uh, how you think it's going to work out? I went back to, I was kind of writing about this earlier this week, and I, I went back to some earlier in my career, and I would have some, the, the older players or even the older journalists who, Every time this would come up, we'd just roll their eyes. And you guys have been around the game long enough, you know this, that when pace of play came up, they would, there's nothing you could do. Like, we've talked ourselves blue in the face. Like, let's just move on. It's going to be slow on the PGA Tour. That's just life as it is. However, that being said, and it was 
sort of a confluence of all of these different things that happened at the end of 2019. And I'll point specifically to Bryson DeChambeau and what happened at the Northern Trust, which was the first playoff event. And he got caught on camera taking, I don't know, a little over two minutes to hit a putt. It was an 11-foot putt or something along that. And there was an outcry. And he got defensive, and it became a huge story. And suddenly, you could almost see the wheels moving in Ponte Beach Beach at the PGA Tour, where suddenly this has become a problem for one of their stars. And it wasn't a good look. And I, I will give them credit that they sat down and they came up with a policy that I will say to all of the grizzled vet- veterans that were around early in my career that this can work. And it's just not me saying that. Like I had a chance to talk to players last fall and they'd already gotten an idea, a snapshot of what the tour was trying to do. Essentially, instead of focusing on groups, which is what the old policy did, when a group fell out of position then the whole group got put on the clock and that just created its own set of problems, they focus on the player. And it's all about individual accountability. And I talked to one player, Harris English, last fall, who, so if you average over 45 seconds per shot, which is kind of based on a shot link data, so it's, it's quantifiable data, it, then you're put on an observation list, which means that essentially there's always going to be an official there with a stopwatch. And if you take too long on a shot, he's going to let you know about it. And then if you do it again, you're going to get a bad time, and then that can just escalate until finally you get to what everyone says is going to make a difference. It's a stroke. It's a one-stroke penalty. And I talked to Harris about it, and he was told by an official that week that he was taking 44 seconds per shot. And they sat down with him, and they showed him exactly where he was taking too much time, which is around the green. And for him to explain it to me and say that, look, I needed this. It was an eye-opening experience. I need to improve. I need to get better. It proved to me that this policy, it may not be the panacea. It may not be the silver bullet. However, it's a step in the right direction, and, and we've been trying to get this get moving in this direction for a long time. So I'll give the tour kudos. I hope it works. I mean, it seems like you're right. As long as we've been doing this, it feels like we've been talking about pace of play and what do you do about it. It does seem to be a problem on the greens. I just still don't see a situation coming down the stretch in a major championship that someone's going to get uh, a bad time on the green when he's got a putt to you know take a one-shot lead with two to play in the Masters, for instance. Uh, is there some leniency for those situations? I don't know if there would be leniency for a particular situation with a player coming down late in a tournament. I will say that the WCs and the major championships, which are kind of governed by different bodies, as we all know, they are not going to adhere to the exact policy that's being used this week, for example, in Maui. However, I will, I will be curious that if you end up with a player that's coming down late who it's going to be obvious who the players are on the observation list because they're always going to have an official around them with a stopwatch. And if that player in, in a particular situation comes down the stretch, and I'll go back to let's go back to JB Home a few years ago at Torrey Pines, where I'll remember that, where it was Sunday afternoon, and he took forever to hit a shot on, on 18 with, with the tournament on the line. And I think that it, it will be interesting to see how the tour handles that, because the only way this policy works is if it's equally applied across the board. Well, Rex, thanks so much for taking some time. We wish you a happy new year, and uh, sorry you're not in Maui uh, this week. But uh, you know what? Florida's not a bad consolation either. No. It is not. I'll take it, and even at 60 degrees, 65 degrees, I think it was today. So I'll suffer through that. That would be vacation weather for those of us in Utah. So uh, yes. we'll, we'll stay envious of that uh, much. So, Well, we'll see how it all unfolds. Thanks so much, Rex. We appreciate it, man. Thanks, boys. See you soon. There you go. Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. We'll talk about this and much more next as the show continues. 
Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Trotta, unlike anything you've experienced before. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the second. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at ogo.com slash golf. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com born from 10 years of research and innovation the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back introducing the all-new matori x from fujikura built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle matori x doesn't just add speed and stability it multiplies it Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show. It's brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort. This is an all-new Scottsdale-style resort that's cropping up in St. George, Utah. I'll tell you what, it features a Tom Weiskopf Championship golf course. It's going to have a hotel, world-class dining and uh, shopping, residential villages, spa. Uh, I mean, this is a fantastic new property going up in southern Utah. Check it out at blackdesertresort.com. Exclusive real estate opportunities 
are available now. All right, we thank uh, Rex Hoggard for spending some time with us here on Real Golf Radio. Always good to visit with Rex. Didn't know he was such a surfer guy. How about that? 53 <laughs> years young, and he's still out there rocking the surf. Well done, Rex. Uh, I think Rex has always done a really nice job. He's always been a very, very good professional. One of the things that yep. he mentioned was that he's a fan of Rory McIlroy, and you and I have said this. You know, it's it's hard. Like Rex said, it is hard not to be a fan of Rory. And yes. when you start talking about punch shots, and again, if you go to golfchannel.com and look for their punch shots, Ryan Lavner, Rex Hoggard, and I think Brentley Romine, they were all weighing in on these various topics and, and storylines going into 2021. I found them pretty entertaining and informative, and so we wanted to chime in on those as well. But, you know, when, when he says, will Rory win a major championship, it is hard in, in 2021. It's hard to, at the beginning of any year, to say Rory's not going to be in the mix in majors or Rory won't or can't win a major championship. I don't know what it is, Bob. I don't know what it is that has kept him from winning another one for seven years. That's quite a drought, huh? Especially yes, when he started is. so hot. And yeah, yet it's, it's good. Go ahead. No, it's really quite a drought. Um, not something that we would expect to see out of him with his talent. Well, you've always talked about Rory's up and down sort of yes. trends, but this is different. Right. This is as from a major championship standpoint, this this is almost uh, un, really hard to believe. He's been so dominant at times. And I thought it was a good point that uh, um, that Rex made that, uh, you know, Rory's game was really as good as anybody or better than everybody mm-hmm. before the pandemic hit. Yeah. Uh, top five finishes in his first four starts. In 2020, I think five. Didn't he have five straight top fives? Uh, it could have been, and you know he was just he was just kicking it off. And you know when you when you think of Rory McIlroy, uh, the only major that he needs to win, as far as the career Grand Slam is concerned, and that really kind of etches you in history in the game of golf, is um, the Masters. So um, not only is it the Masters, but winning the major. I think Rory puts a little bit too much pressure on himself right now um, where when he was younger as a kid, I think he was just kind of freewheeling it and enjoying the game and enjoying everything that he was going that that was involved in winning golf tournaments and winning major championships. Uh, So I I think uh, Rory's got to get back to maybe that kid that uh, first came out on the PGA Tour. Lots happened since then. Um, and he's, you know, he's got a lot of that, uh, those memories that, that are kind of tough for him, uh, especially when it comes to the masters and the first time he played there. But I think Rory's uh, a guy that you would pick every year at Augusta because we want to see him win. I, we like him as much as anybody else does. We want to see him win the masters. We want to see another person get the career grand slam. Um, and, and I would pick, I would pick that one. Um, as compared to some of the other ones, uh, as far as for 2021. So you would pick you you would you would throw Rory out there for Masters champion. Uh huh. All right. Yep. Well, you. I mean, let's face it. A couple years ago, you had everyone winning career Grand Slams. So of course, <laughs> I want to see, it. including Phil Mickelson at Wingfoot. So yes. I mean, you know, what can you say? But yep. uh, all right. So. Uh, as far as punch shots go, one of that they mentioned was, will DJ defend his master's title? And most of them, and Rex said no. 
Um, I think most of them said no, and I, I get the, the history. One of the great things about going to the Masters every year and watching that tournament is you can go back to historical data, and it does sort of paint a picture. And when someone yeah. does something that is rises above that historical data, it's noteworthy and special. And so that's why it was so unique what DJ was able to do. But again, there's always going to be an asterisk with DJ's win because it was played in November, and that's never happened before. Do I think he can win in April? Yeah, I would pick DJ to win in April too. I think the year he fell down the stairs, he would have won. So he was playing that good. He was playing as good as he was at the end of 2020. And so I do think he can repeat. The difference why people don't want to say that is because guys that have repeated, you're talking about Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. Nick Faldo, mm-hmm. and is that it? Jack Nicholas And Jack. Okay. Yep. There you go. So those are... Some phenomenal players. It just doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. Now, the one thing you could lean in the direction of saying this would be easier for him to repeat is it's only a five-month break instead of a 12-month break, right? Right. And DJ still has all the tools. He's going to have all the feels. He's going to be riding high going back to Augusta as the you know the, the champ. Um, he still doesn't know what he's going to have for his champion's dinner yet. I'm just impressed that they were asking him already. Like, those guys, look, I'm as masters crazy as anybody, but really? You're already pounding the guy first time you see him about what he's serving in April? I think he should serve a low country boil. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seafood. He says he's got a lot of options, so he wasn't going <laughs> to throw anything out there. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I, so I do. I do think DJ could defend. Um, is it likely histori- history would say No. But right. I don't think there is a better player in the game right now than Dustin Johnson. So why not? Well, and he's proven that um, with, of course, winning the Masters in November, how he finished off his year when he came back. Um, and let's not forget, he had a couple of tournaments where he shot 78s and 80s um, and struggled during that that time when he came back. But then he he got on a tear. The interesting thing about golf, and it always is an interesting thing about golf, um, you can play great one week and not play so good the next week. And there's been some time off, and we're still four months away from Augusta. So what remains to be seen is how he plays in the events that he plays leading into the Masters, and if he's on fire and he continues to uh, keep playing the way he play, finished off the end of last year. We know how much it means to him based on the emotion he showed. I don't think there's any let up in him. He said he's this week that he still feels like he's in his twenties. And right. so I I just expect that that it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if DJ reeled off, you know, a, a Brooks like run of major championships. Mm-hmm. I I still think if you're gonna ask me, I still think that DJ is more talented than than Brooks. Even though Brooks did what he did and sort of left DJ in the dust, the consistency over the twenty years you know, not quite 20 years, but whatever it is, yeah. 14, 15, 16 years yeah. has been there for DJ. And he, I don't think anybody would suggest that Dustin Johnson has exceeded or reached his potential. I think he's got a lot more in the tank. And so that's why I think he goes out and wins more major championships. I'd be shocked if he didn't pick one up uh, yeah. this year. He's a perfect, he's well, perfect for Tory Pines also. Yeah, he is. He is great for Tory Pines and, and he would be, Definitely one that you would want to see. And he's a South Carolina native, so watch yep. out for Kiowa. So I, I yep. think he's definitely yep. set up. Um, so this kind of jumps into, will Rory win his first major in seven years? Uh, you and I are both going to say yes. Yes, I agree. 
Why not? I think Rory will. Because we're fans. Yep, we are fans. <laughs> <laughs> and he has the game. I, don't, I think he's far from done as well. And you know what? Don't forget, he, had a, he, he and his wife had a baby last year. They mm-hmm. went through COVID. There was a lot of uncertainty. I'm sure his mind was you know, in, in a lot of different places. A lot of things can be settled now, and we'll see. Hopefully, he'll be able to go out and, and play his best golf. Well, and one more thing about Rory. Um, you know, we've talked about majors. He's going to get his next major. Can Rory this year, this year, become lifetime exempt on the PGA Tour with 20 wins? Mm. So that might be another thing to watch. All right. We'll keep an eye on that one as well. All right. Real quickly, in the last second, um, we have here before we go to break, uh, who has I'm, – I'm going to do a bunch of who has a better year, but I want to throw this one at you real quick. Who has a better year, Tiger or Phil? <laughs> Definitely I mean, Tiger. But but how are you going to define that, right? Because Phil could win two majors on the Champions Tour and six times. So is that a better no, year we're than Tiger PGA Tour? Because Phil can't play on the or Tiger can't play on the Champions Tour. It's only the PGA Tour, right? But if Phil has an eight win season on the Champions Tour, and and Tiger has a one win season on the PGA Tour, is that a better year? Tiger's going to have a better year, just straight up. Straight up. He's not working on hitting high, nasty bombs like Phil is. Well, that's okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. We'll take a short break. We'll come back. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob kicking off 2021. Love to hear from you. At Real Golf is a Twitter handle. Back after this. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now, and there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to bob at casbyrealestate.com. That's bob at k-a-s-b-y realestate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. 
This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right wrapping up hour number one thanks to rex hoggard still to come on the back nine hour number two our good friend america's favorite caddy if you haven't heard him you're in for a treat He's the best. He'll join us, and we'll continue these conversations. We'll go through the punchline as well. Really, you think Tiger's going to have a better year than Phil? Oh, I do. Any chance Tiger's not on the Ryder Cup team? Oh, wow. He currently ranks 17th right now, and they've got – and Steve Stricker has six captain's picks. So um, it's going to be pretty interesting to see. I mean, if Tiger is trending good, he has a chance. He's to win some golf tournaments, and he's playing well. I don't see how you don't pick him. Royal Melbourne. That's all I have to say. Royal That's right. Melbourne. The way Tiger played at the President's Cup, you got to pick him. He'll absolutely be on the Ryder Cup team. Stay tuned. Hour number two, the back nine is next.